0: Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, I have a treat for you today. Today, I'm going over the master checklist and to-do list of things you need to be doing at different stages of your career, starting with 10 years out from retirement, then five years out from retirement, then three years out from retirement, then 12 months out. What are the things you need to be doing at these different stages so you don't have any big mistakes that happen and you get the most out of your benefits? And out of your retirement. That is the goal. So we're gonna dive right in. And if you are new here, welcome. It is so good to have you. My name is Dallin Haas. I'm a financial planner who helps federal employees all day long get the most out of their benefits and retire comfortable and confident. So let's get started right away. We're gonna start with 10 years out. What are the things you have to be doing 10 years out from retirement to make sure you're on track? Well, number one is you have to find the date. I want you to find the exact Date when you're first eligible to retire with a full blown retirement as a federal employee. Okay, so if you are a traditional FERS employee, not special provisions, again, to be eligible for full blown retirement, you have to hit your MRA, your minimum retirement age, which for most of you is going to be 56, 57, right in there, based on your birthday, with at least 30 years. Okay, you have to hit that, or age 60 and 20 years, or age 62 with at least five years. If you hit one of those, then you are eligible to retire the full blown retirement. So for you, if you're a traditional first, when's the first time you hit one of those criteria? What's the exact date? I want you to figure it out. Do the math. It's okay. The exact date is March 3rd of 2031 or whatever the date is. I want you to find that exact date. If you are a special provisions, again, for you, you need less years of service to retire. If you have 20 years at age 50, or above, then you can retire or 25 years at any age, right? You can retire earlier. So for you, when is the exact date you're eligible to retire? I want you to nail that thing down, okay? And give yourself a window of, okay, this is the earliest I can retire. This is the latest that I potentially would want to retire. What's the window you're looking at? Because I know 10 years out, there's a lot of question marks, but give yourself a window of, okay, this is probably what we're looking at. That's a great place to start. And as you get closer, you can really dial that in as you approach. Okay, that's number one. When are you eligible to retire? Figure that out and um, really get a sense for it. Now, 10 years out, it's hard to know exactly what your pension is going to be because we don't know what your salary is going to be later. We don't know exactly how long you're going to work. We don't know exactly. However, if you haven't seen my video on how to calculate your pension to get a sense for what that is, go check that out. I would run just a preliminary estimate for your pension whether through your HR or by yourself to get a preliminary check for what that's going to be to just give you a sense right a sense for what how much your pension is going to be some people are shocked by how much it is some people are shocked by how little it is depending on what they expect right expectations really really determine a lot of things so that's certainly Number one, when are you first eligible to retire? And at that age, what is your estimated pension gonna be to give you a sense for where you're gonna be income-wise, okay? Next, 10 years out is a great time to start clearing up any years of service issues. For example, if you have military time that you haven't bought back, or you have old temporary time that potentially you could buy back if it was before 1989, right? Or if you have any part-time service, figure out how that affects you, right? If you have any weird service, this is the time to figure out how that impacts your retirement to make sure you know exactly when you're first eligible, to make sure you know exactly how many years of service actually count towards your retirement. Now's the time, if you have any weird types of service in there, now's the time to get them taken care of. Again, if you have any time you can buy back, now's the time to buy it back, whether it's military time or old temporary time that's that's before 1989. I've got videos on those things if you want more information, but now's the time to get it cleared up. The closer you, to, you get to retirement first, the more expensive and and more time it costs to get these things fixed. So I would definitely focus on those first, okay? Next, I know you still have some time, but I would go first draw a social security statement. Go to ssa.gov, pull a statement. The benefits are going to adjust over time as your earnings change, but at least you'll have a sense again for what it's going to be later. 10 years out is a great time to start building your numbers of what you to expect, okay? Next, and this is a massive one, is come up with a plan to have all your debt and potentially your mortgage paid off, okay? What debt do you have? Do you have credit card debt? Do you have any high interest debt? What debt do you have that's not your mortgage? Come up with a plan to knock that stuff out as soon as you possibly can. Now, when it comes to your mortgage 10 years out, you still have quite a bit of time to have some control on when you pay your mortgage off. However, you may not be able to pay it off by retirement if it's 10 years away. It depends, but you certainly can get some extra payments in. You could cut years off your mortgage by taking time now to think through. Okay, when is it scheduled to get paid off? Can I get it paid off by retirement? Because if you can, that would help you immensely when it comes to being able to afford and having and having the retirement that you want. Not having a mortgage is a massive, massive deal financially, but also emotionally. Okay, so keep that in mind as well. Come with a plan for your debt now. Next. The next thing to think about is your life insurance. So Fegley, as you know, the Fegley life insurance through your job as federal employees, the Federal Employee Group life insurance, the one that you pay through through your paychecks and you could find on your leave and earnings statement, that insurance starts to get really expensive as you age. Once you get into your 40s, 50s, 60s, it gets exceptionally expensive. And generally speaking, in those years, every five years, the price doubles for Fegley Part B. Okay. And that's the one that you can get a multiple of your salary for. So this is a great time while you're ideally healthy enough to get other coverage if you need it, right? Where you can start shopping around. You can start looking around. Okay. What's my plan for life insurance? Do I need any more life insurance? It's time to start answering those questions. I've got other videos diving into life insurance and the questions you need to be asking and some of the best places to get it. But 10 years out is a great time to start that conversation with yourself with your spouse, with with the people in your life that you want to make sure are taken care of. That's the time to think through that before, again, once you get to a certain age, you can't get more life insurance because of your health. So you want to make sure you address these things when you can actually do something about it. So definitely check out my other videos if you want some strategies on the life insurance. Okay. Next um, is estate documents. Okay. Again, like life insurance, estate documents is one of those things you want to get done ASAP. We're talking wills, potentially a trust, some powers of attorney, medical directors, those sort of things. Now, I know for many of you, those are scary. Those are the sort of thing that's just a pain to think about. But please, please, please take action now, regardless of what your age is. You could do it earlier than 10 years before retirement. Even if you're um, closer to retirement than 10 years, totally fine. Now's the time. Go to, let's say, LegalZoom.com or go find a local attorney. Start doing research of trying to get these documents in place. It doesn't have to be complicated. Often it's really simple. You just need some simple documents to get what get what you need. Um, it's just a matter of getting it done. Okay, done is better than perfect. Okay, in for this sort of thing, especially having something in place will help you. You want to get this addressed. ASAP and you certainly you want to update it as you approach retirement, which I'll talk to later, but estate documents is a huge, huge piece. Okay. Now, next. Now I I know I'm running through a lot of these things quickly because there's a lot of things to think about. So take what applies to you and discard the rest. Okay. But next is your thrift savings plan. 10 years out, you have to start dialing that in. You're getting to a point, you're getting within range where you're gonna start needing your TSP within 10 years. So the way you invest is gonna start changing. I've got some videos on how to invest your TSP as you approach retirement. Go check those out. It'll walk you through my 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 real thoughts and advice on what you should be doing at this time. Um, but 10 years out is a good time to evaluate how much are you saving into the thrift? How are you investing in the thrift? Is it working for you? What adjustments do you, do you need to make to be on track for retirement? That's going to be huge. Okay. Last but certainly not least for the 10 years out mark is you need to have a real discussion with your spouse, or if you're, if you're single, with yourself on the good and bad of retirement. You have to start making decisions of, okay, let's say we do retire in 10 years. Where do we want to be? Do we want to live close to your family, far from your family, close to your kids, far from your kids? Where do you want to be? Do you want to be in Florida, Texas, New York, where do you want to be? we we'll talk about the good and bad, not just the dreamy stuff for retirement. You could certainly talk about that and dream. That's great too. However, talk about the good and bad of what you're planning, what to expect. What do you guys both want to do? I've talked with so many spouses where one spouse has an idea of what their plan is, but the other spouse isn't even on the same page, right? You want to make sure you're on the same page so that you can move together for the next 10 years. And so you have the same goal and the same mission that you can work together towards. Okay, That's gonna be huge, have the conversation. And if it's not clear exactly what both of you want, have the conversation again until it's clear on where you guys are going and what you need to do to get there. Okay, So now, let's go to five years out. What are the things that you need to be doing five years out to make sure you're on track? Well, five years out is a great time to really start nailing down what you can expect income-wise in retirement. So now's the time to really start dialing in what your pension's going to be. And, and five years out, this is generally a good time to get an HR estimate for your pension. Okay. If you haven't already, you want to be getting one of those. You want to be doing the math yourself as well. I've got videos on how to do it. It's not complicated. It's pretty simple for you. I would certainly be doing that again, dr- get a updated social security statement at this point. What is that expected to be? look at your thrift savings plan. How much do you have in there? I've got videos on to, to walk you through how much your TSB can actually produce for you based on how much is in there. Go check that out. You want to start dialing this stuff in on how much income you're actually going to have in retirement. And is it still doable to retire when you want to retire? Or maybe you'll be surprised, if, oh, I could retire earlier than I thought, right? Based on how much income you're projected to have at the time you wanna retire. That's gonna be huge. If you're on track, great. If you're not on track, not so good, and you wanna make adjustments, whether it's save more into the thrift, w- whatever it is. There's lots of things to do, whether it reduce your expenses, pay off debt, whether it's work a little longer, there's lots of levers you have to make sure you can retire the way that you want to retire. Okay. Next. The next thing to think about is your health insurance. To keep your health insurance into retirement, your FEHB, you have to be covered under it for at least the f- five consecutive years before retirement. So now's the time, five years out. If you're not on it, you're going to be in trouble. So for example, if, you're, if your spouse, let's say, is a non-federal employee, has some great insurance elsewhere, and you're covered under their plan, and you're not on FEHB, and you want to be in retirement, you better jump back on FEHB at least five years before retirement because you have to be covered under FEHB to keep it into retirement. Now, if your spouse is a federal employee as well, you can be covered under their FEHB plan. That still counts. As long as you're covered under a FEHB plan for the five years before retirement, whether yours, your spouse's, whatever, then you're good to go. But just make sure you're covered to keep FEHB into retirement the way that you want. Okay. Lastly, hopefully by now a lot of your debt is, is taken care of. You got a plan for your mortgage to get that paid off. The next thing you want to figure out is have a cash reserve. Come retirement, especially the first few months of retirement are painful. It takes a while for your pension to come to play. It takes a while for you to have access to your TSP. It can take a while for things to kick in. You'll get all the money that is due to you. It's just a matter of when it kicks in. You need cash. You need a cash reserve. If you don't have some sort of emergency fund, cash reserve now's the time to start building it up five years out. If you wait to last 12 months, sometimes it's hard to have enough time to accumulate a good cash reserve. So please, please, we start accumulating some sort of cash reserve so that come retirement, you have plenty of cash to fill in any gaps that you might have in income, especially in that first 12 months of retirement. Okay. And certainly five years out is another time again, to review your estate documents, to make sure you're on track. Everything's updated. Things are going to who you want them to. Look at your beneficiaries when it comes to your thrift savings plan, your life insurance. Are all the beneficiaries who you want them to be and keep those updated? Um, if I always do, I would review those things at least every 12 months is a good rule of thumb just to make sure everything's updated. Let's say you had a kid get married or whatever Is You want to make sure things are updated at all times. Okay. Now let's move to three years out. What are the things you need to do three years out to make sure you are ready to go what one of the biggest things in my opinion is to test out retirement okay and the the reason I say that is often people want to move in retirement they want to go to somewhere else they want they want to um have a change right let's say you want to move to Florida in retirement. My advice to you is I would test that out let's say you you um live near near the d c area and let's say you want to retire in Florida in a certain place. Now's the time, three years out, to start testing that out. Maybe for a, a, a week vacation or whatever, Just go to that location and start working through some of the things that you're going to have to living there. Is that really the place you want to live? Often, people start living or start vacationing in the place they, they thought they wanted to live and realize, you know, there's there's negatives and there's, there's cons to living here that I didn't think about. Three years out is the time to start testing things out for your retirement making sure first you're okay with your retirement budget, whatever you have when it comes to income to make sure that's going to be okay. And you're comfortable living on that amount. That's number one, but also in the location that you want to live that now's the time to start getting those things in place. Okay. Next, you want to have a plan for FEHB and Medicare into retirement. Now I know federal employees can retire at vastly different ages, where whether it's age 50 for special provisions or 57 or somewhere federal employees retire in their 60s. It totally depends on your career, how long you worked and, and, and your position, all those things. However, you want to have a plan for FEHB and Medicare. Three years out is certainly a good time to start thinking about it. If you're on TRICARE, again, you want to have a plan for that. I've got videos on how all these types of insurance, TRICARE, FEHB, Medicare, or maybe maybe VA coverage, how all these things come into play. I've got tons of videos on Medicare and all those things. Go check those out. You want to have a plan. So once you go into retirement, you know how you're going to get coverage now at 65 and beyond. Okay. So when it comes to three years out, there's not a, a few, there's not a ton of new things to think about. Um, but let's jump now to 12 months out one year from retirement. What are the things that you need to be doing? Number one is you need to start looking at the retirement application. Okay. When you retire, you got to fill out the retirement application, submit it. And there's a number of decisions that happen on that application that are going to affect your retirement for the rest of your life. Okay. You want to make sure you have plenty of time to look at the application or it many, many times to make sure you understand what decisions you're making, how to fill it all out. You want to make sure you get that right the first time. So first, that when your retirement application is processed, there's no mistakes, there's no delays, there's no issues, because that sort of thing is a pain, and that you make the right decisions for you. Some of the, the, the two biggest decisions, in my opinion, that happen on the retirement application is number one, survivor benefits that you have to or you don't have to elect for your pension, basically if you want your spouse to get a piece of your pension or not, but if you do, it'll cost you. If you don't, it won't cost you, but your spouse won't be able to keep survivor benefits. If you don't know a lot about that, I've got some videos on it. Go check those out because it is super, super important to know what you're doing there because that is a all or nothing decision that you really can't change later. So keep that in mind. Okay. Let's see. Next is if you are planning to start social security early in retirement... Then generally speaking, you want to to reach out to to the Social Security Administration four months out. So keep that in mind as you're getting within the 12 months that come up with a schedule of, okay, this is when I reach out to Social Security. This is when I reach out to Medicare. This is when I put my retirement application in. You want to put a calendar out for you so you, you keep on track with your dates and you don't have to delay any income or anything else. You want to make sure you are on track. Now, actually, I'm going to jump back briefly. One decision that I forgot that happens on your retirement application is what you want to do with your life insurance into retirement, okay? Again, I mentioned life insurance briefly before, but at retirement time is when you're making decisions, and once you retire, the pricing for FEGLI, the Federal Federal Employee Group Life Insurance that you pay for through your paychecks, the pricing changes, okay? Generally speaking, the price pops up again. So you want to make sure it really makes sense for you to keep it. I've got tons of videos on Fagley, what it does in retirement. Go check that out so you understand what makes sense for you, okay? Now, now's the time in the last 12 months of retirement, you really want to nail down what you're going to do with your thrift savings plan. And when, when I say that, I'm talking about, are you going to, you know, what withdrawal option are you going to do? Are you going to do a TSP annuity? Are you going to just have them send you a monthly um, installment payment? Are you going to pull money and move it to an IRA? What is your plan? I've got tons of videos on all these things, but now's the time you want to come up with a plan on what you're going to do with your thrift. Cause you're going to, you're going to be there really, really soon. And you want to make sure you're getting the most out of it for you. Okay. Now, again, certainly a year out, there's going to be a lot of changes that happen. Maybe you got kids getting married, having babies or going to school or whatever it is. Are your estate documents updated? Make sure you get those updated, okay? Last but not least, one of the last things you want to do 12 months out from retirement is come up with a plan for what you're going to do with your annual and sick leave. As you know, if you have any unused leave at retirement, you get certain benefits. If it's annual leave you have at retirement, you get a lump sum check. If you have sick leave, it adds into your pension potentially if you're eligible to retire. So come up with a plan. I've got videos on both of those, what happens to sick leave and annual leave at retirement, but come up with a plan for yourself. Of, okay. Which annual, which type of leave do I want to try to use? What do I want to potentially keep and and take, um, let's say an a, a annual leave lump sum payment at retirement, or maybe I want to keep sick leave in due time. Start becoming a plan for how you want to use that leave to get the most out of it for you. And then of course, 12 months out, come up with the exact day you want to retire, whether it's the end of the year, whether it's right when you're eligible, whatever it is, come up with that date that you want to retire. And hopefully, I've got a video on picking the best retirement date, but generally speaking, you, as a first federal employee, you want to retire near the end of a month. That is going to be one of the most critical things. Many people do retire at the near the end of the year to maximize their annual leave, but certainly near the end of the month is important as well. So I hope that's helpful. Again, that was a long list of things, but hopefully they give you some context and some structure at these different milestones to make sure you are on track for a phenomenal retirement. Again, all these things I talked about today, I've got other videos go diving in deep into how to actually do all of these things. So definitely go check those out. If you are new here, consider joining the community and subscribing. We'd love to have you. So I hope that's helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day and I'll see you guys next time.